What's up, guys? Welcome to Choosing Joy. This is Amanda, and I will be your host (laughs) Um, on this journey to joy that we're making every single day. It is a decision to choose joy and um, to be better mentally, and um, that kind of bleeds out into every section of our life. Am I right? Okay. So today I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about um, gut health and how it is something that has affected so many of us. It is estimated that nearly 80% of America today is affected by terrible gut health. And um, when you have bad gut health, it kind of affects your whole body. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to tell you a little bit um, more in depth about my story and um, how I came to this conclusion. So why don't we go ahead and jump in. So um, before this mental health journey for me started, um, I was kind of stuck, right? We get in these ruts in life where we know what to do to feel better, but it's like, I know this in my head, but how do I actually do it, right? Like, I knew that... um, that exercise should help my mentality, that eating well, having a better diet was supposed to help my brain, right? That getting more sleep was supposed to help, that um, just being more intentional, and the list goes on and on and on. We know these things, right? But when you are severely depressed, you can barely get out of bed. So how in the world was I supposed to exercise every night or even three times a week when all I wanted to do was just crawl under my covers? Has anybody else felt that way? Like, how am I supposed to have attention enough to sit down and write out, res- like, and find good recipes, right? Find healthy recipes and make a shopping list of all the healthy ingredients and... Um, to go shopping with two little children and how am I supposed to have all the energy to do all of that if I barely even can get out of bed if I can barely even engage with my kids you know I was just I was in this weird like foggy brain zombie existence where the only thing I thought about was sleep and when was the next time I could get it I had this strange addiction to sleep that I can't even, I can't even really describe it to you. It was, it was terrible. And as a result, my children were neglected. My, my husband was neglected. And what I didn't realize was that it didn't have to be that way. You know, as moms, there's this mom culture where like, And I understand a lot of the mom culture, but now that I know what I know, now that I know what I know now, (laughs) um, I realize that mom culture doesn't have to be this way. You know, where we wake up exhausted, right? And we do all the things, we feed all the people, we take the kids to school, we do all the errands, right? And we woke up exhausted, we go to bed even more exhausted. But 
all we want to do is like binge out on Netflix after the kids go to bed because we are desperate for this me time where I can just be right and we we drink our gallon of wine and go to bed late and we wake up and do the whole thing over again you know and I just this idea of mom exhaustion is so huge in mom culture and um the hot mess mom oh my gosh I was and still am. <laughs> I'll admit it, I still am a hot mess mom, but I didn't realize that I don't have to be exhausted all the time. I don't have to be in this brain fog where I can b- barely remember my children's names, you know? Like, I didn't have to be stuck in this cycle of, I'm so tired, I can't do these good things for my health. So I keep being unhealthy and I keep feeling crappy. You know, does that make sense? I was just stuck in this never-ending cycle. You know, I'd put terrible things into my body and it'd make me feel sluggish. And, you know, that would make me feel depressed, which would make me more tired. Which means I couldn't get up and stay up and exercise or get up early and exercise. And it's like, how am I supposed to reach these goals when I can't, I physically can't motivate myself to do anything, right? Does anybody else relate to that? It's a sucky place to be in. Now, I didn't realize this, but a lot of this is due to gut health. You know, we don't we don't really relate the brain and the gut very often, but I'm learning. I've learned and I'm still learning how crucial this connection is. It is so incredibly crucial. Now, our immune system is made up mostly of the gut, the stomach and the gut. Did you know that? I didn't know that. <laughs> and immune system is so important to our brain function, obviously. And so when your gut isn't working right, then your immune system isn't working right. And when your immune system isn't working right, your brain isn't working right. Now, let me go into a little bit more of the science of the gut-brain connection because it's a thing it's a big thing and it's something that um that's very new in science which is really exciting but um a lot of people don't know about it and if, I feel like if more people would knew about it this depression um what's the word epidemic that we have especially in the United States would go way way down so Let's get more into detail how this works. Have you ever heard of something called leaky gut syndrome? I had never heard of it. Now, today in our culture of sugar and all of the things, right? Um, When we eat lots of sugar and we have bad nutrition, our gut chemicals get out of balance. Now, what we call those chemicals, we call them microbes. Basically... In your gut, you have to have a balance of good microbes or bacteria or whatever you want to call them, good microbes and bad microbes. And we are designed to work on this consistent balance. Now, when we have all this stuff, this sugar and this um, junk that we eat, it causes the good bacteria to kind of go onto the back burner. The, The bad bacteria grows. And then on top of this, in our culture where we treat every cough and every sneeze with antibiotics, 
antibiotics come through our system and they kill off that good bacteria. Which basically when that happens, it creates this big monster of bad gut microbes that kind of take over our system. Now there is this fungus in our gut that's naturally occurring, it's called candida. Now when this candida reacts to the bad bacteria, now let me tell you, this candida, its main purpose is to decompose us when we die. So <laughs> it exists naturally in very small percentages in our gut. However, when the bad bacteria kind of goes out of control, that causes this fungus to feed on all the bad bacteria. And so when the fungus has all of that um, extra food, it, it causes this fungusy yeast buildup in our system. And it kind of just takes over our whole gut. Gross, right? <laughs> well, that's not, not even the start. So how does this affect our gut? Now, when the candida takes over, it creates this thing called increased intestinal permeability. Now, what does that mean? Basically, the way your gut is supposed to work, and when I'm talking about um, your gut, I'm talking about your small, your intestines, right? So when food goes into your intestines, there are like these little holes within your intestines that uh, absorb the nutrients, right? And your nutrients goes into, go into your bloodstream and your blood takes, them to, takes the nutrients to wherever your body needs them, right? Well, when the fungus gets in there, it kind of gets into these little cracks and it has these little pokey things that start to grow and increase the space in those holes where the nutrients are supposed to go. To go. So basically, once that fungus takes over and those holes get bigger in your system, it allows food and waste and all this nasty stuff to leak into your bloodstream. Gross, big time, right? Ugh, I don't even wanna really think about it. And when this happens, not only do you have that stuff leaking into your system, but you are unable because of that yeasty fungus buildup, you can't even absorb the nutrients that you're actually eating. So you may not just be eating junk, okay? Um, but when you do eat um, good stuff, it can't even be absorbed because that buildup is there. Now, leaky gut syndrome, like I said before, affects about 80% of Americans today. We don't even know it, okay? So we have this crap leaking into our blood. What does, what does that cause? Well, let me tell you, it causes a number of symptoms. First of all, your inflammation goes way, way up. Inflammation causes the majority of diseases in, that exist today. Um, autoimmune diseases, inflammation is what causes those, okay? So inflammation is a beast. Um, and we all have a lot more of it than we think we do. Inflammation is directly linked to depression as well. When you have inflammation in your body, it triggers this immune system response. Like I said before, uh, the gut is so connected to your immune system. It's the majority of your immune system. And the immune system response um, is related to a, a... It triggers basically your brain to go off and to um, 
have less what it, have less neuro neurotransmitters. I'm trying to simplify it down so it's not too sciencey and too complicated. It basically limits the neurotransmitters in your brain once your inflammation causes that immune system response. So basically inflammation wrecks havoc on our body and 80% of us have increasing inflammation because of terrible diets, because of this yeasty fungusy buildup in our stomach, because all that crap is leaking into our bloodstream. Now something else interesting, interestingly enough, there are certain bacteria in our gut that are associated with serotonin, okay? Now, when these certain microbes or certain bacteria exist in our gut, they do this thing that triggers the vagus nerve in our system. Now, the vagus nerve, what is that? It's basically this big giant nerve that runs from your brain to your stomach. And um, when triggered, the vagus nerve can stimulate serotonin and dopamine and, and GABA and all of those really good chemicals that um, boost your mood in your brain. And so if you don't have this balance, like I was speaking of before, of bacteria and microbes in your gut, well then your vagus nerve isn't going to be able to be triggered, which means you won't have as much of those good hormones and good chemicals in your brain, which results in decreased mood, right? Does this all make sense? Now, who would have thought our gut has so much to do with our brain? And you could have told me all of this sciencey whatever information. I would have said, okay, whatever. Like, fringe science? I, I don't know. But guys... I experienced this. I was depressed for 28 years of my life. And then I started dealing with this gut health problem. And I cannot tell you how much better I am. Like, I'm actually working on things, guys. Like, I'm trying to exercise. <laughs> I'm, I'm being more consistent on a daily basis. My memory, I've noticed, is a lot better. Um, I've, I've lost some weight. I am not tired, like exhausted all the time. I don't have this brain fog where I just can't even think, you know? Does that make sense? So this gut health stuff is real, a real thing. And, um inflammation like I said is a beast and so how how are, how are you supposed to heal this stuff okay well when you have a fungus overtake your gut you got to kill the fungus first of all so if you can find a probiotic out there that includes an antifungal that's gonna be your first step okay you want a probiotic that can kill the fungus as well as give you back those good bacteria that you're missing, okay? Now, if you're specifically wanting to um, boost your mood and uh, if you're suffering from depression or mental illness, there are certain types of um, strains of probiotics that you're gonna want to get. So I would look into some of that information and maybe I'll provide those specific um, strains in another podcast, but they're really long and they're really hard to pronounce. So, um, 
So we'll deal with that one later. But you're going to want a probiotic, like I said, that has an antifungal in it. You're going to want something that is going to strip all of that crap out of your, your gut. Okay. You're also going to want to look into taking some prebiotics. Now, what is a prebiotic? A prebiotic is something that basically feeds your probiotics so that they grow more and more. Okay. So it's basically, you know how the bad bacteria was a food to that fungus that overtook. It's kind of the same concept, but with your probiotics, which are the good bacteria, uh, your prebiotics are going to feed the probiotics and help them grow and um, so that your system can become more balanced, right? Okay. Now, what I also recommend is that you find a really, really good multivitamin um, because since you're so malnourished because what we re- what we don't realize is that our guts when they when they're out of balance they decrease the amount of nutrients that we get so unintentionally we get fatter and fatter but we are so malnourished right so i recommend a really good multivitamin um that has aloe which um aloe is going to help you to absorb all those nutrients better And when you're looking into vitamins, you want to find something with bioavailable materials as opposed to synthetic materials. A lot of your like grocery store vitamins and probiotics, they have synthetic uh, uh, chemicals in them and they just don't, they don't work with our body very right. So very correctly, it just, you take it and it doesn't really go anywhere, right? That's why a lot of the times when you go to the store and you buy a multivitamin, you take it and it, you don't feel any different. Well, you if you find good bioavailable nutrients, you're going to feel a difference, guys. With aloe, you're going to feel a big difference. The vitamin I take, I can tell if I haven't had it because when I don't have it, it's been a bad day. <laughs> Um, so definitely look into those. If you need, um, some references on what I want, what I take, um, you're welcome to reach out at me. You can find me, um, Amanda Morton on Facebook, or you can email me at amorton.joyjunkie.com. Um, I also have a page on Facebook called Choosing Joy, just like, um, just like this podcast, but I'd be help, uh, I'd be happy to point you in the right direction. But those are the things you really, really need in order to clean out that gut and restore balance. Now keep in mind that this process, it takes 90 days for new cells to develop. So um, the detox process can take up to three months. Now, um, when I started taking good probiotics and prebiotics and all that fun stuff, I noticed a change on day three. Like I noticed I had more energy. I wasn't like a zombie foggy woman anymore. So, but experiences do vary depending on how, you know, how long you've had a bad gut balance and all that stuff. So anyway, if you're wanting to make a change, I would suggest looking into probiotics and um, make sure you get good quality stuff because guys, the cheap stuff in the grocery store is not, it's not going to change anything. So I hope 
this podcast was good and you learned some good stuff, uh, like I said, if you have any questions, feel free to contact me or reach out. Um, I hope that you will join me in this journey to choosing joy every day. And I look forward to coming back at you tomorrow. Bye, guys.